Greetings, listeners, and welcome to the Afterthought section of Well, That Fucked Me Up with your hosts, Luke Coulson and Kyle Wise. Hi, Kyle Wise. <laughs> hey, Luke Coulson. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you doing? Um, I, what's funny is when we get on these calls, um, we start talking about the episode, and then we realize that the point of why we're on the call is to talk about the episode, and we've forgotten to record ourselves. So we yeah. just remembered, and we've hit record, so we can talk about the episode, um, which was Richard's story. Oh, my goodness. Richard's story, if Amazing. you didn't hear it, is the episode before this one. You need to go back, have a listen, and then, I mean, he... It was about 10 minutes in, wasn't it, when he said, Oh, my trauma, right, yeah, I um, walked in and found my mother hanging from the ceiling in the in the basement when I was seven years old. <gasps> yeah. Uh, you know, the, it, yeah. It, it, <sighs> yeah, I, that's how I reacted on the episode. Yeah. I was like, and then what was amazing about that episode was, firstly, there's so many relatable moments. Like childhood trauma is like my f- my favorite thing to talk about these days, right? <laughs> At with yeah. you, with my mum, with our guests, because I know that that is what's shaped me and what has caused me all the plight, the pain, the suffering, and now the recovery, which I'm slowly but surely climbing back up the mountain with your help, with friends' help, like-minded humans. So I loved talking to him about it, but just that whole seven years old to like 20 years old where he wouldn't let his mum, the memory of his mum go. Yeah. Like a fucking movie. You know, and, and, I, and I, I want to ask you, cause you know, I have a, I have a little one mm. literally from tomorrow to like three weeks out. Holy shit. Yeah. And, uh, so that, that'll be interesting, mm. but it hit me differently because you know, not that I'm like ever serious, but you know, if you have like, sometimes you have really bad days and you're like, mm. you know, that little voice mm-hmm. in the back of your head that's just like, mm-hmm. I could just end this right now. We called now. it parasuicidal where you have these ideas of like tinkering with what things would be like. Ama- amazingly, not to put a complete downer on this, but I got a text during that episode uh, telling me that an old colleague of mine had killed himself at the age oh, of God. at the age of 50 with leaving his family behind. And it's like, it's like, I just, all this stuff went through my head of like that. I don't know. That could, could, that could, I was, I was, I was on the brink, I think a few years ago, you know? And it's like, I feel so bad. He wasn't in my circle. It's nothing I could have done, but there's something somebody could have done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Sorry. I interrupted. No, no, no. It, it, it reminds me of this story. Like, so I was thinking about this today, you and I. Um, I'll tell the story really quick, all mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This guy was walking on the street, and he falls in this hole. Mm. And it's this deep hole, and he looks up, and he can it's, it's so high, you can barely see the sunlight, mm. and there's, you know, you can't climb out, mm. and... And so he's just like, oh, he's like, God, I, I don't know what to do. Mm. Um, and this doctor walks by. Mm. And he's like, doctor, can you, can you please help me? And the doctor writes him a prescription and throws it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And then, then the, this priest walks by, and he's like, you know, "Father, Father, can you can you please help me?" And he writes a prayer down on a note, and uh, he throws it down there, and it keeps going. Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, this guy sees his friend walk by, and he's like, "Hey, Bill, Bill, I, I need your help." And Bill looks down, and and all of a sudden, Bill jumps down mm-hmm. in the hole with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, Bill, you, you idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> and Bill says, and the guy's like, Bill, we're both stuck down here now. And Bill says, no, I've been in this hole before and I know a way out. <sighs> and that reminded me of you. Oh my God, I've got goosebumps. That's such a good story. You told it really well. Oh my God. A podcast is going to be a hit. Um, no, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, 100% dude. Well, you helped me out of the hole. Really, you really did. And you helped me out of my hole. Yeah. Man. Um, so back to the back to Richard. Hit his hole. Um, was a long was a long dark tunnel, wasn't it? And it, it's just like that epiphany. And he he said that psychiatrist, the student psychiatrist, or the, when they sent him to treatment, the woman there saved his life because she yeah. made him realize that that not the errors of his ways, that person he'd become. And he sort of, he sort of, from that moment on, realised he had to let his mum go. The memory of his mum was still there, but he had to let her go. It's so, I was yeah. when he was talking, I was imagining who would like play the evolution of him in the movie, and like I was imagining like <laughs> o- I was imagining like Oscars, and I was imagining like everyone in the cinema just fucking bawling their eyes out, you know, like montage sequences yeah. of him and the memory of his mother and the good times and the fact that he'd managed to move on in his life but rem- still remember her. I was like, I am, I was like welling up through that episode. It was so, yeah. it was so good. Um, was I'm welling nice up right now. <laughs> oh, we're so sensitive. Um, but we I, really are. And yeah. It's a good thing though. Well, I think, that one was particularly poignant for both of us. And one thing I wanted to say before we go is like, not to, not to freak you out, but when you have a child, which you will maybe tomorrow, no pressure, maybe the next <laughs> day, maybe a week, your memories of you and through you and your new child will start to kind of get sort of stronger again. This bond happens, right? So for me, having kids was quite a traumatizing event. Not saying that's going to be your story. It was for me. It really brought back all these triggers, hidden triggers of traumas that I experienced when I was a kid. I wasn't prepared for them. I think you're very prepared for them because you're much more aware. I had no idea I even had any traumas from my childhood. It's taken me quite a few years to walk through that. But what what then happens is when you see stories about kids, hear stories about kids movies where a child has lost their when you have a child those stories are like somebody just stabbing you in the heart every time because you now have a child and you understand that like unbreakable insane love and bond you have for your kids you know and i I, I imagine it'll probably be the same case because like every time i watch a show where it's a dad is a dad pulls his son aside yeah proud of your son yeah fucking lose it i'm like sobbing i know that's because you and i never got that from our parents no seriously when people like root for people on tv shows or there's like a win where the kid is like he's won the trophy and he's looking around and his parents are clapping i am fucking bawling my eyes out because i never had 
the experience of the validation of the success of all the things I was trying to do that I couldn't. Anyway, we've learned and we will pass those things down to our children as I'm passing those things down to my children now. And, I, and I, we've said it before, I make, make sure my children feel loved, supported and that they, they feel safe. 100% to the point where they're like, yeah, you asked me, I'm fine. I'm yeah, fine. They, they do. They're like, we know. Day. I'm like, I love you. They're like, we know. I'm like, good. I'm going to tell you 10 times every day. At the beginning, though, Kyle, your daughter won't, she'll just be shitting everywhere for a good solid three um, yeah. months. So that's it's, great. They apparently shit every two hours. It's, it's quite extraordinary. I did tell you the little changeable little onesies that you put on them. When I bought the first pack of those, I bought like five. And the woman was like, oh, refills? I was like, no, we've got a new baby coming. She's like, you need about 50 of these bad boys. Like that baby, (laughs) you'll finish putting the clean one on, it'll shit. (laughs) you got to put another one on. (laughs) On that note, I shall see you next week. Maybe you'll be a father next week. I know. I love you, man. Love you too, bro.